Welcome to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church here in the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, visit us on the web at gftnc.org. And now, here's Touched by Grace. We're talking about some spiritual stuff as well as some natural stuff. The example, the parable, somebody say parable. This example that Jesus gives in this chapter of Matthew, the 25th chapter, he says that the kingdom is like a master who owned a lot of stuff, who decided to designate dispensed amounts to his servants with the anticipation that there would be a return on his investment, a return. God has done similarly. He has placed inside of us gifts and abilities, the will and the to do of his good pleasure. He made you as cute as you are for a reason, as smart as you are for a reason. Do you know you even went through what you went through in your life so that you and only you can have the testimony of that particular type of victory? You see, you don't have to have cancer to know that God can heal from cancer cancer. You don't have to be homeless to know that God can always provide you with a home. But for those who've experienced those things, they are the best candidates to tell the story so that God will get the glory. So we go through what we go through because God has designated us just like those talents. Now, I did some research about these talents and I was thinking in my mind, how much money really was that that he gave them? I know some of you got, you know, the Google, you got the Bible and you got the Google. And if you if you search, you will find that a talent is a weight of measure. It is a weight of measure that was used in biblical times. And it has a certain amount of value both then and even now. If we looked at it as being equal to um, Greek times or in, in, in the Greek dispensation, it was a small disc shaped loaf. It was like a little bar, like a gold bullion, if you will. And and the gold bullion or the 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 weighted uh, element that was considered currency in that time was really worth quite a lot. It was 75 pounds. Here's one of the examples that they use in the historic account. David wore uh, a crown of gold that was was of one talent. Can you imagine a crown with 75 pounds of gold on your head? Some of your heads weigh 75 pounds. So I know that that would be just quite a lot. No. I mean, figuratively speaking, you know, but but that's a lot of weight. Can you imagine getting five times 75 pounds worth of gold? And a master gives it to you and says, I'm going away. And you know what to do. Five. That's a lot. In one instance, it says that it could have been equivalent to today to about three hundred and sixty thousand dollars per talent. Five or. One uh, scholar indicated that it could be equivalent to close to $1.5 million. I know. He's like, okay, that's a lot. Now, now I got some people's attention because, you know, we talk about money. You know, there's a lot of different names for money. There's Denera, there's, there's Skrilla, there's, there's shekels, you know, there's cheddar. There's, there's all sorts of things, right? Yeah. Yeah. But these are talents. Now, the term talent might somehow confuse you because we think of talent as in what we see someone do when they get up in front of a group of people with a microphone and boy, are they talented. Do you know in translation, we're saying with what's inside of them, they will never have to worry about their needs being met because that talent that God gave them can translate into wealth and income. All right. 
But how many know that no matter how talented someone is, unless they do something with the talent, they just got a bag full of talent, 75 pounds worth. If it's in your brain and it's something that can be sown in the earth, somehow multiplied and brought back to the master in increase, then he'll say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. But if something that God has given you, because he can only trust you with one anyway, and you bury that, and you keep it on the inside of your brain, or you keep it inside of your heart, and when the master comes, he'll say, what did you do with the talent I gave you? You'll say, I was scared, Lord, and so I didn't do anything with it. I just sat in church and watched everybody else fulfill their gifts and their talents. I just sat in church and I critically analyzed that I could probably do that better than them, but I never stood up, spoke up, or even presented myself as a willing vessel to be used by God. So I was afraid, because I know that you reap where you sow not. I know that you get a harvest out of places that you didn't even plant, which means that the increase in and of itself yields something worthy back unto God. Because remember, when God gives us something, we plant it as a seed and then he gives it back to us. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Remember the harvest of God. It only requires that you plant the one seed in good ground, not just bury it in a hole. I hope you're now still experiencing the mixed emotions of, okay, where do I sign up to work? with, dang, I'm trying to do the best I can. Do you know if we were doing the best that we could, we wouldn't even have to have this message. We'd have been, we'd have been gone by now out doing whatever it is that we're talented enough to do. Talent. Let's say it is a million. You get five million dollars. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do with that five million dollars? What are you gonna do with five million? What are you gonna do? Okay, fine, fine, fine. You get two million. You get two million. Two million dinero or dollars. Two million. You're going to tithe. She said, I'm paying my tithe first. All right. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. You know, if I'm not faithful in tithing off of $20, chances are I'm not going to be faithful in tithing off of $2 million. Because I'm only asked to give $2 off of the $20, but if you got $2 million, you will not be wanting to part with $200,000 talking about here's the blessing of the Lord. Yeah, well, that's why God only gives us certain talents because he knows what he can trust us with, right? Faithful over a few things, I'll make you rule over much. That's right there in those passages of scripture. So let's get to the meat of this. The meat of this is that this one guy who had been given the five talents decided that he was going to take and multiply that somehow. I don't know what he did. I don't know if he opened up franchises, little small stands or, or whatever he did in that time to reproduce or to increase that money so that when the master came back, the master would have increase on his investment, a return for his investment. God made an investment in us and he's going to come back looking for a return on his investment. The investment was far more precious than rubies. It was far more precious than diamonds. It was far more precious than gold. But he entrusted us with talents. He entrusted us with a call of God upon our lives. And he says, do something with it and work with what you've got. Don't look at somebody else's basket and go, oh, I want some of that too. Don't look at somebody else's basket because if you don't know their story, you can't understand the glory that is upon them. And there's always a story before we get to the glory. There's always a story. You might see them driving up in that, but you don't know the story 
behind that. And we have reduced our Christianity to physical, material, and monetary things when there is far much more in you that is less, less, less noted than the clothes you wear, or the car you drive, or the house you live in. There's so much more in you, in me, in us, that can change the world, that can literally turn the enemy around and have him running in flight away from the people of God and just just, just leave us alone. Come on, look at somebody and say, just leave us alone. Well, he's not going to do that. No. Like, what you going to do with those talents you got? What you going to do with those talents? You got five. What you going to do with it? What you going to do with those talents? What you going to do with them? And he annoys and he picks with us. And do you know that those of us who are like the one with the one talent take it and we put it in the ground, we sit on it, and we wait in fear for judgment? Surely he had to know that if this multi-billionaire, because I mean, know he had to be a billionaire to, to divide it up like that, go away for a long time, come back and say, so what did you all do with what I gave you? He sat there scared and he planted it in the ground. Sometimes we don't even know what it is that we have. But this guy knew. He says, I knew I only had one. And I know that you are a, a mogul. I know you know how to make things happen. I, I, was, I was scared. He said, I was afraid. Principle number one, don't let fear rob you of your reward. Remember, we labor to reward. If fear robs you of your reward, you may as well not even get in the game. Since we're in the game, we're in it. We're in, we're in this. We have to know that fear is not an excuse. Because I'm sure that guy with five was kind of afraid. One, he might have been afraid somebody was going to steal it while he was trying to handle it. Can you imagine that? 75 pounds times five. And you got to wait for uh, Uber to come pick you up. <laughs> so I'm sure he had a little fear, but he did something with it. He probably hired security. That's what he did. He hired security. He, he got the Brinks truck to come and pick it up. And he said, okay, let's go do something with this. Maybe he melted it down in small pieces and he sold a little here and he sold some there and he sold some there and he planted some there and he sold some there. And he didn't increase the prices. He didn't use usury or anything. He just did fair business practices. And we know it to be true because he was rewarded for his good labor. He says, well done, thou good and faithful service. Principle number two, do what's right and you'll get the right reward. Do what's right and you'll get the right reward. What about that guy that had two? The guy that had two, there was five, there was two, and then there was one. The guy that had two probably got a reward as well. We don't hear much about it, but he probably maintained and continued in business. You know, the guy that had the five got to retire. The guy that had the two is probably still working. I mean, I'm just, I, I'm coloring it, right? I'm coloring it for you. I know I'm not a preacher and then grabbing my ear and hollering all that, but I'm, I'm giving you the, the possibility of the imagination that God is trying to say to us that if five is possible and you only got two, keep working. Yeah, if great is, is an option, good is not enough. Go for great. Well, what, shouldn't you appreciate what you have? Don't worry about that. Yeah, you can appreciate what you have, but if you only have five and there's a possibility that you can be rewarded with 10, and if you only have two and it could be possibly rewarded with five, get to work. Keep working. The one that had the two talents was rewarded as well, but it doesn't show that he retired. He didn't get out the game. He's still doing whatever was necessary because God wanted him to continue. And he can trust him and he can labor. And then the one that had the one that buried it in the hole. Somebody say, poor thing. 
<laughs> Somebody said, poor me. Whoa. Yeah, I know you felt it. I felt it, too. It's kind of like an earthquake shattering when you said, wow, I know there's one thing that I can do really good and I'm not even doing that. I know there's one thing that I can offer to the house of God and I'm not even offering that. I know that there's something that I can bring to the body of Christ that can be used for the advancement of the kingdom of God. And it's just this one thing, just one thing. And you've spent your time and you've wasted valuable time analyzing, criticizing, surmising someone else's performance when all they're trying to do is work with what they got. And so let this conviction somehow sort it out for us that I'm not going to be concerned about somebody else's talent. I'm going to take mine and present it. I'm going to scatter it out upon many waters so that it will return as a harvest. And the Lord will look at it and say, you did a good job with what you had. You did a wonderful job. Enter into the joy of your master. I'll get into that later about what the joy of the master is. I know some of y'all think it's heaven and you get to heaven and you shout on streets of gold and all of that. No, 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 no. If the master is pleased with us then we have access to all that the master has now, not later, not down the road. We've taken that scripture and we've, we've paralyzed it, paralyzed it by making it parallel to just get into the kingdom of God. When one glad morning, this life is over, we fly away. But until then, how does it apply to my life now? What is this whole, what's this whole talent thing? What's this, what should I be doing with this? Now, I hope you got a few very important elements out of this that we cannot allow fear, cannot allow fear to be an excuse for us to not do something. What was the second one? Do what's right and you'll be rewarded. What about the third one? Number three is keep working. If great is an option, good is not good enough. Don't stop working. I squandered my, I squandered my talents Ask God to help you brush them off and put them back in value again. You've been listening to Touched by Grace, an outreach of Grace for the Nation's Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. For more information, log on to our website, gftnc.org, or call us, 616-974-9128. Our mission here at Grace for the Nation's Church is to reach the diverse people of the world by teaching biblical principles and life application of the scripture. Despite the present-day challenges facing individuals, families, and our communities, we believe there is hope.